Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio is a podcast created to seek the truth by interviewing researchers of the unknown. From the primitive areas of America to the wilds of other countries worldwide, we believe that the answer to the Bigfoot phenomenon and other high strange lies within the investigators pursuing these mysteries. Join me, Lauren Smith, as I delve into the experiences and methods of those questing for answers to things that most don't even know exist. Often witnesses themselves, they are knowers and seekers of the truth, just like you. Good evening and welcome to Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio. You're here with your hostess, Lauren Smith. And tonight I have a fan favorite on Big Dog Mendoza. He has been around for a while now. He's been hunting the big guy since he was a little kid or interested in the big guy since he was a little kid. And I think we got a lot to talk about tonight. You guys uh, be sure to go ahead and like and subscribe now and then go over to Big Dog's Random Show on whatever platform you're using to listen to this show and give it a like and subscribe there. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. How you doing tonight, Big Dog? Uh, I'm good. I was trying to clean my glasses so I can see. There we go. <laughs> well, your mic's in front of you and your glasses are on, so I feel like oh, we're we starting okay. We're starting strong right now. Thank you. I need a haircut. Oh, let me fix my light. I look all bleached. <laughs> You look white. Oh, can you hear my mom? She's talking about her schedule. All yeah. right, here we go. I look now. I look brown, like I'm supposed to. <laughs> oh, look at that! You already got our first comment. What's up, That's Matt? Awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh! All yeah, right. Cool. So, um. Okay, I'm just gonna get started and quit reading the chat because I have a feeling if I do that, I'll just I won't get anything. Yeah, you done. gotta keep me in check because I'm everywhere. That's okay. That's what I want tonight because I've, I've got I got two brain cells, so you're running the show. All right, what first got you started in this topic? What got me started in the subject? I guess my fascination with monsters. Um, I guess back in the day, I was a fan of Godzilla and all the things that little boys liked back then yeah and uh yeah that's kind of what got me into it then i got into the libraries and i started seeing yeah i used to read a long time ago um <clears throat> seeing books about bigfoot ufos ghosts and dinosaurs and all the stuff and yeah and it piqued my interest and then uh i guess the thing with bigfoot was thinking that these the possibility of these things being real was like blew my mind. I was like, wow. So that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's what got me going into this whole subject. And it just kind of never went away. I mean, even as I got older, I mean, yeah, you know, you go through the boy the life where you're into skateboarding and chicks and all that stuff. But I mean, it was always kind of the back of my head. Uh, you know that Bigfoot could exist. I didn't really hear too much about the subject for a long time until I got older. Then um, that's when uh, Facebook. You know, I think it was 2011 ish when I got on. Mm -hmm. 
because I was doing the MySpace thing, fixing up my profile and had my little Same. my little um, uh, YouTube videos and whatnot. Your song? What was your profile song? Uh, it was probably gonna be something from Tool or something from Slayer or um, maybe Vanilla Ice or Run DMC. It was, I'm all over the place. Still am today. Same. My playlist is crazy. But, um, yeah, so when I got on, I started, like, friending a bunch of people and, uh, well, mostly relatives. Um, then that's when I met my uh, cousin, Lupe. And then uh, I was kind of going through Facebook, and I seen that he was posing next to, like, a, a footprint. It looked like a big footprint. And... Uh, I started like commenting on it and um, then he messaged me <clears throat> and, you know, he just kind of was wanting to know what my interest was. I started asking a bunch of questions, you know, getting all nerded out on it. And then uh, he had asked me, you know, if I would be interested in going to, you know, go check out Bigfoot or go uh, look for Bigfoot. And that's something <laughs> What's up, Logan? That's something I've always been uh, wanting to do. I think I started seeing like those shows, like uh, it's not. What's the one? Uh, it was stuff coming on TV, and I check it out every now and then. Um, oh, heck, dang! I'm gonna lose around my, like I'm gonna around lose 2011. My it was Finding Bigfoot, wasn't it? No, it was the other one where they show different cryptids every week and and then they would show like a little animated version of it and um dang. What's his name? Hyatt Hyatt um, Oh Doug Hycheck the Monster Quest. Monster Quest, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Dang, sorry dude. <laughs> I, I'm I'm I've been fasting lately, so uh -huh. all of my oh. brain is fried trying to drop some pounds but um <clears throat> so yeah i started watching that and then when i got a chance to actually go do uh i guess a, like an investigation he kind of told me about hey what's up jeff he kind of told me uh about what they do and he knew some people and uh out in uh east texas and uh if i wanted to tag along and i was like sure i go tag along with you guys but you know i haven't been in the woods since you know my dad you know he passed away when i was probably like 11 ish and he liked to go camping so i was already probably in my 20s and um he um he invited me to go and i was like i didn't know what to wear i didn't know uh you know what what a person that goes looking for Bigfoot is supposed to look like or supposed to wear or anything. So I went to the tactical army surplus store mm -hmm. and I bought me some brand new army boots that uh, cost the arm and leg and I bought some expensive army pants and some like a black, everything was all black. I was wearing like a, a black, um, there's like those uh, shirt, long sleeve shirts that you can sweat in and they cool you down because I knew it was going to yeah. be warm. Well, I thought, you know, I don't really go outside. So um, <laughs> so I had that and a, I think a black t-shirt 
and then a backpack full of dumb stuff probably like I, I was like magnifying glass and just stuff you know i didn't know <clears throat> so you went inspector gadget on this whole expedition yeah i went i went crazy i spent a lot of money on that day on my on my outfit because i had to look good but i was looking all like a tactical uh beverly hills ninja you know remember <laughs> remember chris farley not that i was yeah big, but yeah i was a big chunky monkey um uh, I was a chunky monkey dressed all in black with some new, brand new combat boots that were not even broken yet. Yeah, that was that was a big mistake. Um, so yeah, we uh, drove out there. Oh, I had um, so I was I had my CHL. So back then I had carried two pistols, cowboy style, one on each side. Thought I was big, big Billy badass tactical chunky ninja going <laughs> into the woods <laughs> so uh you know we drive out there and uh that's when we meet uh brandon at a gas station and um there's this uh ford torres that looks like it's been flipped over a couple times and drove <laughs> like literally he drove it between trees and tore both fenders from the headlights all the way to the taillights there was oh no mirrors God. And I was like, this car pulls up, and I'm like, um. You're about to go off in the woods with these dudes. Yeah, so this dude opens opens the door and and gets out, and he's got this, like, crocodile Dundee hat on. He's got machetes on his belt and all kind of different knives and everything. And I was like, the first thing that popped in my head was, I was like, yo, I don't know if I want to be going to the woods with these people now. I feel, feel a little nervous about this whole situation. But after a while, you know, I got over it. Yeah. So we headed out and uh, we parked on the side of the road. And uh, we started walking into the woods. And I remember like, thinking oh man i got this bigfoot comes out i'm just gonna punch him in the nuts kick him in the nuts whatever uh-huh. body slam him yeah, you know that's why I you have I, both guns yeah i thought i was like, i'm gonna whip out both guns and just shoot up in the air like a bandito or something <laughs> so you know i was thinking you know i got this and um so we get to walking around I think we walked around for a good two hours or so, and we found like a footprint. Mm. And I thought it was cool. I was like, oh man, there's a footprint. But it was just like one footprint. So it didn't really make sense to me. I mean, I don't, what do I know? I don't do this. And um, so I was happy with that. You know, hey, cool. I can go home, saw a print. Well, we get to walking some more. And uh, my cousin is kind of leading us. We're all just following following him. And um, he um, comes around like this little clearing. And he's got a camera around his neck. And he, he starts going. He goes, there goes one right there. Yeah, so he's trying to turn on his camera. He's doing all this. And, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I don't know these guys. I think they're going to try to mess with me. They're going to play a joke on me because, you know, here I am all green, well, black, but here I am. You know, I don't know what's 
what's you know they're gonna play a joke on me they're gonna try to scare me but you know i was thinking this is kind of not a good idea because you know i'm i'm armed i know karate no i'm just kidding i don't know karate but <laughs> i was thinking you know it's probably a bad idea to jump scare me or whatever you know and yeah. um so he's fumbling with his camera and i'm thinking oh here we go they're gonna try to scare me so he starts running towards the bush that he's that he saw this uh and um what he saw was when he came around he saw this uh silhouette like head and shoulders and then it came straight down yeah that's what i thought they were messing with me i thought it was a joke but he saw something like a head and shoulders kind of ducked down behind this bush and that's what he was trying to take a picture of well because it started running towards that bush full speed and i'm thinking to myself yeah here we go they're gonna try to scare me so and i'll start like looking around like is somebody gonna come up behind me or whatever because it just doesn't seem uh you know legit yeah then as he's running towards that uh bush i see this hand start coming out from the side of it it was like a big old baseball glove hand it's all black and then first i saw the hand and I'm like, what the? And then I started seeing the hair coming off of the forearm. It was probably about three to four inches long. And then I started seeing like the elbow, and then the um, you know, the must, you know, the arm was coming all the way out. And there was like a tree right next to the bush, and it kind of grabbed like that. It put its hand up right next to it, and then I remember hair was kind of coming down off of the arm. And it was real shiny. I remember that. That sticks. That's I still think about. It. Um. And uh, it kind of stood up. I didn't see the face. I just seen it turn around. And and it stood up, turn around, and it like ducked down. And then I just seen the trees kind of go like this. Like it just took off and ran right through the, the bush. But the thing that didn't make any sense to me is how big it was and how fast it was. It didn't even make one sound, like no noise, zero sound. And that's why I just thought maybe, maybe um, because we're out doing this, I saw it because it's like a suggestive thought or whatever, you know, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I didn't, no, there's yeah. no there's no way i think i think my mind just kind of filled in this little blank or whatever well and other then, people saw it right 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 well i haven't really talked to anybody at this point so i'm just kind of okay. sitting there like oh what the heck mm -hmm. and just this fear just came over me so that big tough guy that was walking in the woods when we first got there, I have no idea where that guy was because he, that guy was gone. I was scared. I was, I, I had this fear that just came over me. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to move or whatever, but it took me a little while to get my composure because they're running around looking for prints, doing all this. And they're like, and finally my cousin turned around and goes, looks at, looks, looks at me. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Maybe, maybe he did, you know, maybe I didn't see it. Maybe he saw something else and 
So uh, I'll just ask him what color it was. And if he says anything other than black, then I'm good. I didn't see it. I imagined it, you know. Yeah. I'm good to go. So, and then he's like, what, what's up, cuz? And, and I was like, what color, what color was that that you saw? And he's like, oh, it was black. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> he goes, why? And he goes, uh, yeah, I think I saw it. <laughs> and man, they all start high fiving each other and like all happy that I saw it, that they're, you know, like kind of like validating. And I was like, yo, you know, kind of like a older brothers would be the first time yeah. a gets with a girl, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like that. They're all celebrating. Yeah, all right. I was like, no. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's go home, y'all. You're like, wait, what? Uh let's uh let's get out of here. I don't want to do this no more. I I done this is all I want. This is, I mean, I don't want no more of this. So they're like, oh man, just chill, you know. And by this time, Brandon hasn't said a word to me until you know until this happened. And so they're like, they finally talked me into going to the other uh, game cam to go, because that's what they were doing. They were changing out batteries and SD cards. And they're like, look, we just got one more to go to, and, you know, then we'll leave. You know, we'll just do the other ones another day. And I was like, oh, all right. So as we're walking along, Brandon's showing me pictures on it, you know, stuff about Bigfoot or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know anything about elephants. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure they can. Yeah, so he starts showing me all this stuff on his phone about Bigfoot and all this and how they look and, you know, stuff like that and some pictures that he's taken or whatever. And um, I was like, hey, man, I, I don't want to see that right now. I don't want to see none of that right now. I don't want to, you know... <laughs> I'm kind of done with this right now. Let's yeah. just go get the other. Let's just go check the batteries in the other one. And let's just get, you know, let's get out of here. The sooner the better. Well, we get to walking some more. And I'm I'm kind of paranoid by this time. I'm kind of doing this, you know. You're sweating and, uh, in that black. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's, I started cooking. I was like, <laughs> man, y'all smell fajitas? Oh, man, that's me. Maxi melt. <laughs> <laughs> I was cooking. I mean, it was it was hot, and I had one of those little Camelbacks. That was one of the cool little things I bought where I had a little water. But I drank all the water already. I don't know <laughs> why. I'm like, mm, the whole time. You learned, <laughs> you learned and, your um, lesson. Yeah. So all right. So you're paranoid. You're walking. I'm paranoid. Snow. We're walking off, and we're going to this other spot. Well. um they have everything um, marked. They have like a little markers so they know where they're going. But I think we kind of got lost because I can hear my cousin and Brandon kind of mumbling. You know how when your parents mm -hmm. are mad at each other, but they're not trying to make a scene? Yeah, they were calling. What do you mean? I thought it was this way. I was like, what do you guys talking about up there? The big kid behind them? Yeah, they're like, uh. Oh, nothing. We're just going this way. 
Well, it turned out we were a little bit lost, but not big time. But so we finally hit one of those. Um, what do you call those? Where they like, where they run the power lines through, and it's like oh, a opening. high line. Yeah. So the, yeah. it had an opening, so they're like, they figured, hey, if we can get him to walk through there, you know, he doesn't have to step over all these. Uh, you know, he, it'd be, probably be easier for him. And um, so we start walking down that way, and it was probably even worse because now the sun is just straight on me, just cooking me. But we finally make it to the other, uh, to the other camera, and it was a long way from from the other from the other one where where I where I had my sighting. It was a long way. Yeah. And um, so we finally get there, and I'm still. You're kind of laughing at me, making fun of me. I'm like, dude, just relax. You know, it's going to be all right. And I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. I can't believe this thing's for real or whatever. I just want to go home and and uh, and uh, I just want to get out of here. I don't want to do this no more. So we yeah. start heading back. And everybody's ex-military and, and everybody's kind of like always in the woods. I'm the like worst one there i'm so out of shape um i can't keep up with everybody um uh, some people start yeah everybody's giving me their water so i finally take off that i had two shirts on i had that one for sweating so i took that one off and i just soaked it in water and i kind of put it over my head just to try to cool off well you've got mm -hmm. a black shirt over here and trying to cool off but it was soaking wet and um i got it over my head and uh, everybody just starts leaving me. They're they're just cruising, and um, I'm trying to keep up with them. And um, they're just leaving me behind. And as I'm walking, I'm I, I just keep thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then I start hearing uh, on my left on my left side, I hear like sticks breaking and something kind of shuffling through. And I was like. What? I didn't. Well, first I didn't want to look. I was like, oh, "Hell no, <laughs> hell no!" And I was like, "No, man, these things—they're coming back." So I started walking, walking, and and every like I take a couple steps, and then it would take a couple steps, and then um, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look and see if I see anything there." So I slowly kind of look over, and I don't see nothing there, nothing there. I'm like, all right, I'm just tripping. I'm just need to get out of here. Need to get home, back to civilization. Get out these woods. I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea to do this. One of the worst ideas I've ever had. So we start walking some more. And uh, I keep hearing it, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. I noticed that every time I take a couple steps, it takes a couple steps. And when I stop, sometimes it'll stop either exactly when I stop or it'll take a couple other uh, steps. And um, so I, I stopped walking and then I heard it take like two more extra steps. And I was like, hell no. I started I started doing that mall lady walk, the old lady walking <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Trying all to work sudden, up a turd. Yeah. All of a sudden, I got all this energy. I said, <laughs> so every now and then, the guys kind of look back. 
just check on me or whatever. This time I got a different look on my face and I'm moving a little faster. Yeah. And I'm like, uh oh, hold on, hold on. Something might be wrong. So everybody kind of stops and I finally catch up to him. I'm like, yo, man, I think there's something. It was walking on the side and uh, I, I don't know what it was. And then they're like, oh, uh, I think it was uh, just paralleling you. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, they just kind of walk on the side of you. Did you see it? And I'm like, no, I just, I don't know. They, <laughs> they follow you? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I want to get out of here. I, I need to know everything you know about Bigfoot. I need to know it all right now. And they're like, all right, all right, look, just just sit here. And, and it, whenever you feel rested up, just keep continuing down the, uh, down this, uh, you know, pipeline or whatever. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not staying here by myself. And they're like, no, no, we'll have somebody sit here with you. And uh, that way, whenever you feel better or rested up, we can just, you can just keep on going. We're going to go get the cars because they parked kind of far away. So they were going to go run and get the car and, um, and then come back and meet me there at that clearing. So they left me there uh, with somebody and I was kind of like, talking to them about you know what happened and then they told me there's what happened to them and i was like oh sheesh and then all of a sudden we got like this weird whistle from the right side now yeah and uh homeboy jumped up and he didn't look he looked a little worried and he's like uh i think we need to go and i was like oh okay okay so i started putting my boots back on like that's probably the they're hard to put on, but that was the fastest I ever I put them on. I put them on. I was like, oh, man, we need to just just go. And so now we're getting, um, you know, sounds coming from the right side and the left side. Mm-hmm. And they're not being sneaky no more. Now they're making it obvious that they're there. They're, they're stepping on branches, you know, dragging their feet, doing all kinds of noises. And I don't want to look. I'm so scared. I don't want to look. I'm just looking forward. And, uh, you know, the other guy's like, come on, man, we need to move. I'm like, bro, I ain't running. I can't run if, you know, I guess it's, I guess you have to just leave me. I'm going to get eaten or whatever they're going to do. But the closer we got to the main road, they seemed to sort of back off. And, man, I was so happy when I finally got to the main road that I just walked up on that hot street. You know how hot the, the road yeah. is, like 200 degrees. I still got on my hands and knees and gave that road a kiss because, man, I felt like I was probably not going to make it. I felt like I was in the ocean with sharks. I yeah. Mean, I felt bad. I felt like. And, you know, the, the last thing I even thought about was those guns. I never even, they never really crossed my mind. I, but I, from what I saw, I don't think I had anything for Big them. enough. Yeah. 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 You know, which, um, yeah, that kind of changed my collections and guns where they just got bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> Do you still think you have something that could take take out a Bigfoot? Uh, maybe close, yeah. But I would have to not be scared because <laughs> that's another thing. You could have a, you know, you could have a, a missile launcher, and if you're too scared, you're not gonna handle that thing correctly you're gonna end up blowing your own self up 
Yeah. Did anyone in your group, you included, think to hold up a camera, phone, anything while all that scary stuff was happening? Um, I I think um, well, everybody had cameras and everybody, but I don't think um, I think they're used to it or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, my cousin was trying to take a picture of what in he the saw. Beginning. Yeah. yeah, in the yeah. beginning. Um, but they did take some pictures or whatever of, you know, the area. You know how, like, you just take a bunch of pictures and then you just check them out later or whatever. So yeah. they were doing that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I was just wondering, because usually, like, when you're being faced with something like that, your guns and your camera are just two things that you just don't think about. It's just yeah. you're having this surreal experience you know yeah I, I just i wasn't ready for that i thought i was just gonna go in there and like oh cool look a tree structure wow <laughs> i thought no. it was gonna be something like that but yeah i wasn't no. ready for that I no. too much on the first time they didn't even break me in yeah that's that's what's crazy about your experience is that you know there's so many people that go out there and they're gung ho, man. They they want to go out there and have a sighting. They want to go have an experience. And you went out there like, eh, let's see, let's see what happens. I got all this cool stuff. Let's go look for Bigfoot. And then you saw Bigfoot. You know, that's yeah, was, your story is unique, but um also hilarious. Uh not I'm sure that you had some trauma after that a little bit. Um yeah. how long did it take you after that to get back in the woods? So like after it happened i just couldn't stop talking about it like uh even when i got back into like uh work and you know talking to normal people <laughs> the normies yeah i had already converted over <laughs> oh yeah and uh it was it was um i mean i would just tell random people about my experience um some people didn't even ask but i would just tell them um I mean, it, it, I, the first person I told was my little sister. I put, they're real, they're real. Um, and, and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then, uh, you know, then we, we'd go out to eat or whatever, and they're like, can I take your order? And I said, yeah, I saw a Bigfoot. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. My little sister was was uh mortified yeah she was like oh can you please stop talking about that oh my god and uh That's yeah and then i was having nightmares um yeah and then i mean after a while i learned i couldn't just talk talk about it to anybody and and, and luckily that i did have uh uh people like you know my cousin and the people that was with us then I started meeting more people and meeting more people. And they're like, hey, we're going to add you to a Bigfoot group. And then I just made more and more friends. And um, I mean, I had a couple of haters, but um, they they were just online haters. Um, yeah. So they don't yeah. matter. They don't um, matter. <clears throat> but uh, so, yeah, so then I got heavily into it. And then um, that's when I, I did my uh, first uh interview i think i don't know if you remember that show um the big is it tonight bigfoot or bigfoot tonight uh, bigfoot tonight yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I was on that one yeah uh, the whole group was yeah. yeah it was pretty cool uh 
And then a couple, I think maybe a year later, then I started doing um, a podcast with uh, Bob Garrett. They were doing, uh, I think it was called uh, Big Ticket Watch mm-hmm. back then. I, and I was the yeah. co-host for a while. Yeah. And then uh, it, it was doing pretty good for a while. And then um, yeah. everything kind of just went crazy and then they shut it down. Yeah. And then uh, I did some stuff with Jeff. Uh, Crypto Hulk, he he did a couple uh podcasts. Jeff used to be a a co host on Nightcallers too back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, six degrees of Bigfoot, you know, everybody knows everybody. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and then uh, uh, and then I was doing like a bunch of people were finally asking me to be on a show. And first, I thought I was gonna be all shy, but then I remember I'm not really shy. And then uh <laughs> I would like to stop you right there. Uh so the first time I got to actually talk to Big Dog, because I had I had met him briefly, you know, at different campouts and he was cool, he was always real nice, um, but kind of not really outspoken around me. Got to meet his cousin, got to meet Trita. The first time I sp- actually had a conversation with Big Dog, I was in Michael Waldy's uh Squatch Suburban thing. And Big Dog and his woman wanted to go for a ride. And so I volunteered to drive them around. So Big Dog gets in the car. And I don't remember what you were talking about. But you were like, yeah, I learned that in prison. <laughs> and straight yeah. face. And and your woman's sitting there. She's looking at me. And she just kind of looked out the window. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, that, thanks for sharing that. That was that's cool. I'm glad you utilize that outside of prison. That's, that's cool. And I'm driving around and then like, I swear to God, 20 minutes later, you're like, yeah, but I ain't never been to prison by the way. <laughs> like you had me going. So I'm picturing this hard face prison dude, you know, that you were like portraying yourself to be for that full 20 minutes of my life. Um, with the same person that was trucking it out of those woods after seeing a Bigfoot and like, y'all let's get me out of here. I don't want to be here. And I'm just trying to reconcile those two images. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm that way with humans, but when yeah. you see something that could rip your arms off and beat you, it only, you, know, you don't that, joke as much. That tough act don't really, <laughs> I don't know. I think if a Bigfoot like got a hold of you, you would go to your death. Oh, I would. Shouting off I jokes. Would. You'd be like, I don't taste like fajitas. Put me down. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna find me dead with. Well, are we allowed to be bad on your show, or is this a good? Yeah, show? go ahead. That's fine. They're gonna find me dead with a ball sack and something. <laughs> I got DNA. some DNA proof. You're gonna have DNA. Yeah, that's what I always say. I'm like, check under my nails, check down my throat, because I'm gonna bite something. Like, just, just check. Just check. Yeah. I'm gonna have DNA. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm um, gonna do that. There was a question up here about your encounter. Um, Doug Miller wants to know, do you think you walked up on a Bigfoot or do you think he was checking y'all out and he got busted? I think probably, uh, so we were being loud and we weren't really um, being sneaky. Mm-hmm. We were laughing and, you know, uh, questioning each other's sexuality and stuff like that, you know, as you do looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were we were not being quiet. So maybe he Bigfoot was maybe chilling somewhere, you know, by this tree. And then he's like, What the heck is that noise? And then he sees us. And then, you know, 
he's like, I bet I gotta get out of here. So yeah, it could have he could have been just chilling, and then here we come, yeah. tromping around and making a lot of noise. I always say that Bigfoot, you know, they're the masters of distraction. So there could have been like 50 other Bigfoot behind you and he was just distracting you from all the ones behind you getting away, you know? Welcome to Nightcaller's Archives. Before Nightcaller's became a vidcast on YouTube and Facebook, it was a live call-in show on Blog Talk Radio. We did things a little differently back then. It was a different time in the Bigfoot world. There were only a few podcasts, and Bigfoot was still taboo to talk about. We didn't have the TV shows, hundreds of Bigfoot groups and conferences, or funny memes that we have now. There were different times, folks. We've had many amazing hosts and knowledgeable guests over the years that helped get the Bigfoot community to where it is now. We hope you enjoy these older shows, as they are a phenomenal source of information and good times. If you hear a guest or host that you would love to see back on the current Nightcallers, Please drop a comment. Enjoy the show. Yeah, well, after a while, I believe he wasn't alone, you know, because, I mean, we got a whistle from the other side, and then, um, you know, they both started escorting us out. Yeah, Um, yeah, could be something like that. It could have been a couple of them. Um, so have you, uh, pyrometic wants to know, have you been back to the area? Yes, I went back and it was 7,000 degrees and, uh, I, 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 the air was so thin that I couldn't even breathe. I mean, I know I'm fat and everything and I can't breathe normally, but, um, but it was so bad. I remember just sitting down and uh, on the ground and just going, oh man, but we finally, uh, kind of made it and it just looked different. Cause I think it was, um, probably a couple years later that we went back, but it was hot. I need to go in the winter and winter hunting season's not going on. That's, that's the hard thing is like, you know, winter is my favorite time to camp research anything, but those danged old hunters in the woods, you know, stealing all the Bigfoot food and getting in the way of my research. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that a lot of them got stories and a lot of them ignore, uh, you know, or just don't even. Most of the ones I talk to are like, I've been hunting these woods my whole damn life. I ain't seen nothing. I ain't ever in your game. I always, I've got that so many times. And then when no one's around, they're like, hey, man, it was just one time. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. they're like, I'm like, where you looking? And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like. You ain't seen one. I get that, but were you were you looking? Were you listening? Do you probably you've heard fifty things that were pretty weird, but you just didn't chalk it up to Bigfoot because your brain rationalizes as it's you know a duck, it's a fox, it's a squirrel, whatever. Like, yeah, you might have heard one. You might have even seen something, but you're not gonna you know you're not gonna let yourself say, oh, yep, that's Bigfoot, you know. Yeah. And and you got to get, you know, after a while, I started trying to educate myself. I mean, because I think that thing had uh, that experience kind of had a bunch of different effects on me. Um, one, I started falling in love with being out in the woods. Um, I mean, but it took a little while because after that happened, I was like, I ain't never going back. I'm staying out here in the city. 
or I'm the king over here. You know, in my in my hood, I ain't going back out there in somebody else's turf. And you know, I was like, no. But uh, I think uh, a while, you know, a little time later, they called me and asked me if I wanted to go back and. You know, they were going to change, change the SD cards and the batteries again. And I was like, all right, I'll go. And then when they hung up the phone, I was like, what am I doing? I said, I don't know. I was, I, I had anxiety as we were going back. And, you know, it just felt weird. Not but nothing happened the second time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we just being out there a lot, you know, you start having experiences, different one, different things start happening. And, um, but yeah, it just, and it got me to go to different States, meet mm-hmm. a bunch of different people. Cause I always got yeah. the, Hey, big, big dog. Whenever you come out there on this side of you yeah. know, the earth, come, come see me, come see me. And uh, I'll start, you know, hanging out with people and, you know, going investigating or, run around with them yeah mm-hmm. that was always fun yeah meeting new people and investigating new areas that's kind of my favorite thing is you know i've been from the top tip of washington all the way down to alabama um and it's just i that's the funnest thing to me is going on an expedition and you have a reason to go to the wilderness of Alabama and go explore with a bunch of people. And, you know, uh, you get to meet a bunch of strangers off the internet and go hang out in the woods with them. So that's, that's always fun. Yeah. There's been a couple of times where I'm like, what the hell am I doing out here? Uh Especially when someone pulls up in a beat up Ford Taurus and. (laughs) That was the first one. They, I mean, they, they, they said, if we're going to break them in, we got to break them in. Right. Yeah. No kidding. So, uh, did you ever have any other experiences out in the woods that rattled you as bad as that time? Mm, we had, uh, so we used to play, do this thing where we called it Bigfoot chicken. Mm-hmm. That's where you just sit and you don't do, you don't move, you don't do anything and it gets dark and you just sit there and they will start coming in, coming in. Cause they want to know what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been t- uh, there was this one time, this was right when I just got the Yeti. Um, I was sitting on the seat on the roof of it, of the truck, and it was pretty high up. So um, we were doing that. Well, we had kind of started during the day, and we were all goofing off and clowning with each other. And, um, this, uh, So it started getting dark, and then after a while, you can start you know the smells you smell like the the dirt being dug up and then you start to smell the, like the wet dog smell and or the you know it could be a deer and it could have been hogs tearing up the ground but you know hogs they make a lot of noise <clears throat> but what rips branches off of trees you know you start <laughs> like oh so it's it felt like this thing was gonna come in on us, and I was like, "Oh, you win, chicken. I win. I lose." See, I call and, that uh, camping. I call that yeah. camping. I go hike during the day, and then uh, go back and sit in camp and just wait. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah so. But I like I like your way better. It sounds more proactive that I'm actually doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead it, of just it, being bait. 
they'll sometimes sometimes you'll just sit there and nothing will happen but there was there was one time something started coming it started ripping branches off of the trees mm-hmm. and i was i thought that i was ready and gonna be tough this time but i was like eh. I'm ready do you ever do you ever chicken out and leave and then get home and kick yourself for leaving like just regret yeah, it that, and be like, that was the, the time because uh i had a recorder out and we were getting all kind of weird howls but a lot of them was coyote and uh stuff but um some of it just sounded weird um i'm not saying it was bigfoot just didn't just sounded weird um but that was on the same same night um but there's been you know other times um where we camped out and you know just i remember one time i was crashed out and then i was still new to this um well i don't consider myself as uh like an outdoors guy so um there was one time we were sleeping in camp and i was in a tent and then there was a cougar nearby and it started screaming Nope. Yeah, the guys were laughing at me how scared I was. I'd be terrified. Oh, I was. Yeah, I, I go, what the hell is that? You know, <laughs> it's just a cougar. Man, that don't make it better. <laughs> big cats are my top to, top two fears. Yeah, yeah. big cats and meth heads uh, and hogs. So three. Oh yeah, well, no. I mean, no, no. Yeah, I was like, nah, I don't want to do no cougar. No. No, big cats are death from above. You don't know what's happening until it's on you. You know, that's that's terrifying. Like Bigfoot could do that too, but I mean, I just kinda you know don't cats like suffocate yeah. you, don't they? Like bite your face and suffocate you. Yeah, like, yeah they'll, they'll get the button crush down on your neck. See, Bigfoot they'll just kinda your... like slam you against a tree and you'll die and you know, just that's quicker to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of um stories about um bigfoot's hunting hogs or mm-hmm. whatever and grab the feet and slam them against the tree yeah yeah that's yeah that's terrifying because i think it was like i don't even remember like 600 pound hog or something like yeah just no Mm-mm. i just choose to believe that they're not gonna do that to me or that they'll you know like i'll probably be taken out one day a bigfoot's gonna trip over a root and land on my tent and crush me and that's how you guys will know that I died. It'll be like fur in the tent poles, and you'll be like, you know, that's how I'm gonna go. That crazy woman got squished. Got squished by Sasquatch. I'm pretty sure there's a Sasquatch erotica book named that, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so it's a thing. It's a thing, and they are very successful. Um, so you have a podcast of your own. You started your own podcast after being the co-host on several podcasts. Yeah, I started the uh, the Big Dog Random Show is because I mean, I was still getting um, a lot of stories and a lot of experiences, um, and and luckily all the friends that I made doing this, um, a lot of them I interviewed. <laughs> um, and you know got to hear their story and and you know it's it's been a uh an awesome uh journey to hear these and some of them i never knew their story and some of them i did you know yeah. did and then uh but 
Yeah, but sometimes you have screw ups where you don't save files. You know, and that happened. Yeah, I did this epic interview with Big Dog. Epic. Like it was, it was chef's kiss epic we talked about we talked about like scooby-doo and bigfoot and like my mom making a movie about you know the scooby gang and bigfoot uh, it was great it was great who would play who would play her and who would play us and, you know it was it was great i said that so, i said that fluffy would play uh big dog <laughs> and that right there is why he accidentally deleted the show what yeah I, i'm more funnier than him but Anyway, I agree. Uh, I agree. He's richer than me, though. Um, yeah, it was. And, and then I did another one one time. And then right when I was done, all the power went off in the house. Oh, man. You didn't get to save it? I, I, but I It was weird. I, I did get to save it because what happened was I, I turned the computer back on. And then it said, uh, would you like to save this file? And I was like, yes. Oh, my God. And it had two files. And I could only select one, so the other one could have been. Oh, I see how it is. Yours. It's because I compared you to Fluffy. But it, they they weren't labeled; they just had numbers mm -hmm. and stuff. So I didn't know. I was like, uh, "Let me choose this number," and I clicked it. Uh huh. I got, I got the one that just. That's okay. I can recreate my awesomeness that I portrayed on your show. Yeah, we we got to do it. We got to do it. Um. Yeah, but yeah, hearing and it's not all just Bigfoot stuff. No. Uh, yeah. There's, I've had people that had experiences with ghosts, or and the people that had experience with uh, UFOs, and you know, yeah. just different stuff. And some of them just like conversation. I just like talking to people. You know, um, I think the last one I had was. Um, a buddy of mine, uh, Alan Ross, he lives up in uh, Canada, and he's been running around uh, looking for Bigfoot for a long time, and he had uh, some crazy sightings out there, so it was good to hear hear his, so if you want to hear him, <laughs> go to the Big Dog Random Show, and yeah. The magic of technology. Anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. And you can also join the Big Dog Random Show Facebook group. Oh, yeah, we got that, too. That is how you can engage with Big Dog. I actually got um, a couple requests a day for that. Good. I have that. I've advertised that, so I'm going to take full credit. Uh, <laughs> cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'll say thank you. But, uh. So, hold on. There was one more question here. What's your thoughts on some people wanting to kill one to prove they exist? Uh, I mean, it, I, I'm, I'll tell you like this. I know they exist, so I'm not going to try to kill one. Um, you know, if I am armed, it's not to take one out. But, you know, I... I mean, if that's what they do to, to prove it, I mean, I think that's what's going to have to take... Um, to prove it unless they can catch one alive or whatever um you know just, i guess you got to do what you got to do but i mean i don't think it'll have a big impact i mean look they talked about they you know the government opened up about ufos and nobody even cared 
couple yeah. of days later, you know. Yeah. So I think if they said, "Hey, Bigfoot is real," everybody be like buying Bigfoot stuff, and yeah. then you know just commercialize it. We're gonna have Bigfoot Day. They, are, they already do that. That's already a thing. Yeah, do so. you know that it's already there's already a Bigfoot Day? What day is that? I don't remember, but it was recently. Someone posted on Facebook, oh, it's Bigfoot Day. And we have like the Bigfoot capital of Oklahoma now. And uh, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, me neither. It's okay. I didn't post anything. Um, all right. One more question What do you think is keeping this mystery from being solved? Well, I guess I, that would be the. Well, we were talking about earlier about the government not wanting to release because I I know they know. I mean, I you hear uh, stuff about military. Um, you know, the the military knows about them. They, I mean, yeah, they have sightings and, and uh, experiences on a lot of their um, you know, where they train and everything. They see yeah. them. Yep. And. You know, a lot of their bases, they have probably have a climbing the fence or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they know about them. So they know about them. I mean, there's no way that there's been this many sightings and no one's shot one and, you know, not called someone else about the body. Like, there's just, there's just no way. Um, I'm in the same camp. I think, you know, this will be solved when the government lets it be solved solved yeah i mean i've i mean you hear people shooting at them i mean a lot yeah. not not the average person has the yeah. firepower yeah to take one down i mean a nine millimeter is not gonna do nothing to it but give it a, a sore yeah wow something yeah. got you know, those little copper well, a bb gun a bb yeah, gun like against an elephant <laughs> or a yeah. grizzly yeah <clears throat> Yeah, I have to agree. Um, you know, I think that, I don't know, they're letting us all run around in the woods and try to find what we can find. Um, and, you know, they're not going to, we're we're keeping ourselves busy. They're not too worried about us, I don't think. Yeah, we're just the crazy people that go around looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, you know, you know. Is there anything else you want to add? Any Any other experiences that I didn't touch on that you want to bring up? Well, there was one um, uh, in New Mexico. Um, there was, uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, uh, who Brenda Harris is. I do. Okay, she was having a um, uh, like a conference, right? And I was the MC there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you know, it was good. <laughs> and. Uh, I was like in between, um, you know, where I had someone up there already and I was just kind of sitting in the audience or whatever. In the corner of my eye, I seen something running up a mesa. Uh, yeah, and it, it it didn't make sense what I saw. So I just kind of shrugged it off. Um, you know how like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog looks when he's spinning? Yeah, yeah. So it looked like this thing's arms were doing like that. And it looked like it was kicking up. So quadruped mode. Yeah. Almost like a dune buggy trying to go up. Yeah. It was rooster tailing. Yeah. So I'm just like, mm, 
You saw a skinwalker. That's what you saw. Yeah, something. You know, I just <laughs> like oh, weird. They got them skinwalkers out there. I don't. I don't play with skinwalkers. Uh-uh. Yeah, they 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 don't talk about them. They don't, and they take it very serious. I was making some jokes about it, and almost got my butt kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, I started saying, as long as they're not made out of Kevlar, I ain't worried about them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So what you saw was it? I mean, did you see arms and legs, and that's it, or? I just seen like arms and and it and it was like real quick too, because I looked at it glanced at it and i was like oh that's crazy and then i looked looked over at the you know just what i was doing already and then um probably about an hour later i seen some people with these freaking uh, binoculars they were huge mm-hmm. big old binoculars and i walk over to them and i was like uh what are you guys looking at and they're like oh about an hour ago something ran up that mesa and i was like what and and they're like yeah we saw something black run up that mesa and i was like let me see your and i looked through the uh binoculars and you can see where the ground was tore up all the way up so once again you got validated on what you saw yeah and i was like man i should have (laughs) just stared at it i don't know it was like real quick you, know, you should have grabbed the like, mic. Yeah. Everybody turn around and look. Everybody look over there. Yeah. But yeah, but she has all kinds of crazy stuff going on in her property. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. and we slept out there. Um, I was I was sleeping with one eye like. Yeah, yeah. We sleep in that and some sage and some holy water. Yeah, because and... the, the next day I had to go to Houston. I was heading to Houston. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um. I was headed to Houston, so I was trying to get some sleep. Yeah. And uh, and she has showed us. She's got a YouTube video. Where she's she shows. I don't know if she still has it up, but she had um. I think there was one where something was looking through the window. Yeah. Mm-mm. She would set up a video camera in the kitchen. Yeah. And it would be facing back, and you can see the backyard. And you can see stuff flying around, and you can see, uh, no, Mm-mm. yeah, there's one they had a swimming pool in the back, like a like a above ground, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a Bigfoot actually like messing around in the water, like school drinking it or messing with it. And, um, but this is with the old uh cameras, the yeah, VHS or whatever, so yeah. that's kind of grainy, yeah, and. Um, I was like, yo, I don't want to see none of this. I'm sleeping out here tonight. <laughs> um, but she made us some tacos before we left, and, and they were bomb. She made me like a trade for me just by myself. That's good. They didn't they didn't I have any peyote or anything in them? And... Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she just used taco seasoning. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Oh, okay, then. But the cool thing about the conference uh, is that I got a ton of stories um, from people. And you know what? They weren't all Bigfoot. They were some crazy mm-hmm. stuff people talk about out there. Yeah. I was I was like, wow. I mean, uh, I remember when I first got into town, this uh, dude comes over. We, we were supposed to meet some people at Pizza Hut. This guy comes over and he's big old dude and he looks all scary 
He's like, you know how when you have a stroke, your face is kind of like, mm-hmm. we had that going on. And I was like, all right, he's spooked up. And he goes, you're the one of them guys go around looking for Bigfoot, right? I was like, yeah. Maybe. I need you to come out to my property. I got something you need to see. And I had been driving probably like 16 hours. And I was like, yo, can I uh, at least get my pizza or something? You know, I'm trying to eat right now. You know, <laughs> bro, I've been on the road. Yeah. He's like, yeah, all right, hurry up. Oh, okay. Man, that them people took so long. I don't know if it's because we were in a hurry, but they took extra, extra long yeah. on my order. So we finally get my food and we drive out there. And um, I'm like, what's up? What's going on? He says, he starts telling me, um, I got something jumping on the top of my trees and breaking all my branch. He's more mad about his branches getting broke than he is something jumping up on the trees. Because these branches are falling down and it's flattening the tops of these trees, right? And I'm thinking, Bigfoot jumping? I guess they can jump from tree to tree. Yeah. And uh, so we start walking, you know, the property and we don't find any Bigfoot prints. What we find is some eight foot, I mean, eight inch round. They look like horse hooves, Mm -hmm. but they're not horse hooves. (laughs) We see a couple of those, and then he takes us to this spot by the fence. He goes, one one was over here uh, a couple of days ago, and there was three claw marks. And it looked, yeah, it was, and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know what we're dealing with here. And he starts saying, yeah, so what happened was uh, our kids were playing hide-and-go-seek with the neighbor's kids out here. And I don't know if you've ever been out to New Mexico, but when it's nighttime, mm-hmm. it's nighttime. <laughs> it's dark. There's no uh, light pollution, none of that. So you kind of have to walk around with a flashlight. So the kids are playing hide and seek with flashlights. And they uh, one of the kids runs up to, uh, they think another kid. Mm-hmm. They said it was probably like, I don't know, five feet or something. It was white. Had, and uh, the kid ran up to it, was going to tag it or whatever. You're it or whatever. And he put the light on it, and it was uh, white and furry. And then it stood up. But when it stood up, the legs were backwards. And it was like stumbling kind of like it was drunk. And it fell over that fence like a drunk person would. And then... Um, when they ran over to go try to see what it was, uh, there are uh, farm animals on the other side of the fence, pigs. and yeah. They all have them in one big area. They're not, like, separated or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't see it after it fell over the fence. Um, I'm over here trying to get I, as far away from the screen as I can. Like, I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, so, yeah, and I'm out there. And he's telling me all this, and I'm like, uh, I don't know what that is, sir. <laughs> and then his daughter started saying, oh, we got a recording of it. Of and they did. said that it had, they said it had wings. Now, what, it kind of, what they kind of described to me kind of sounded like the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was thinking, like that or like a, a centaur 
or something like a goat man but like the claws that that throws me in the wings obviously but yeah yeah so what they recorded was the dad works at night so the family's there by themselves at night um so this thing was uh met walking around the house and she said she turned on her phone to record it and it was like this she said it was flapping its wings like this by the door Absolutely. and i could hear it on the phone and they're kind of somebody's crying you know they're upset Mm-mm. and i tried to record it with my phone Mm-mm. because they wouldn't give me a copy so i was trying to be sneaky and hit my phone and record yeah and i recorded it and um i was playing it through the bluetooth speakers in my truck so it would sound good or sound louder or whatever so um and i had the recording and i um i think i played it once and then when i tried to find it again to show to somebody it was gone yeah you probably played it and it was a mating call and that thing came and took your phone and Yeah, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, even if you listen to uh, the podcast, um, Tales from the Res, and mm-hmm. there's different stuff. Um, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on. At, and I had a, a police lady, I can tell you one of her stories. Uh, she quit uh, the police because um, she got a domestic violence call yeah. or whatever. So she gets there and they tell her to cover the back. Well, she's, you know, they're, they're up in the front. She's in the back and there's a street light not too far from where she's at. And she says, uh, every now and then this, this dog comes and gets under the light and, and, uh, turns his head like that and then turns around and walks off. And, you know, this was kind of far away. So she didn't get a good look. She knew it was a dog, right? Yeah. So every time it comes, it gets closer and goes and then turns around and walks off. Then it comes back and gets even closer and goes like this. Well, she looks at it with a flashlight and it's not a dog face on it. It's a a human face on the dog body. Absolutely not. She jumped in her car, drove all the way to the station, put her badge and the gun down and quit that day. Absolutely not. Like, I'm done. Uh, there's a glitch in the matrix. That's what I'm going to go with yeah. because the alternative freaks me out. And I don't. Yeah, she, she was she was actually upset when she told me the story and I was trying to get more details and she was shut down. on me and yeah. she didn't want to talk about it and she left. But she just felt like she had to get it off her chest and at least tell somebody who would believe her. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe she just uh, told uh, a couple people and they just laughed at her or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's a crazy story. That's terrifying. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, Bigfoot, that gets pretty scary. And, but I don't, I don't mess with all that other weird stuff. You know, I've heard some weird noises in the woods and instantly I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, that's a skinwalker. I'm done. I can't do this no more. And then it'll end up being like a screech owl or something. And I'll like calm myself back down. But, well, nah. I'll say, I'll say like this um, skinwalkers, uh, people are kind of like, um, Get, they're getting the rake and the skinwalkers confused. The skinwalker is, is something completely different to what skinwalker is like a a, a warlock or a witch, a it's witchcraft. Yeah. It's, it's demonic. So they don't stay uh, stuck in that yeah. form and 
well, they can get stuck in that form. But, I mean, usually if you see them or whatever, somebody had sent that to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think there's a lot of um, misconception of what they are. Um, I mean, people get confused with the rake. And, I mean, I've talked to people that have seen a rake, you know, so I'm like, whoa, really? There's and, a lot of different things out there. There's, you know, the skinwalkers, there's the rake, there's the Ishkatini, which is a Native American owl skinwalker thing. It basically, like, can remove its skin and it like throws it up and it, it's real gross um and then there's like the bruja which is kind of another bird woman uh that's the lachusa uh, lachusa yeah so that's what we got here my yeah. even my mom talks about them and um they're kind of like uh you can they're kind of like skinwalkers mm-hmm. type where you can send them to like if um uh, they, she said, back in the days when somebody's crops were doing good and the families were doing good, and somebody was really jealous of them, they had to, um, like, uh, sort of like do a sacrifice or something to get these to send to that to send the owl to those people to bring them to make all their har- um, harvests, you know, die, and then people get sick and their life just basically falls apart, but you have to uh, sacrifice something to make those, you know, people go through that. And she talks about that and it's like, whoa. It's terrifying. My mom's very religious and you think she wouldn't talk about something like that, but she does. Yeah. So, yeah. That's terrifying because you know there's enough crappy people in the world that would do that. And it's like, you know, because I would, I think about that and I'm like, oh, I would never wish harm on other people. Like, karma will get them, it's fine. But no, no, voodoo, anything like that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's still around. It's just taking different forms, mm-hmm. you know, people being jealous or, or, or you know, what Mexicans call giving ojo when you're jealous of someone and yeah. you really want it and you just give you kind of curse them. Yeah. I mean, um, but I've also heard La Llorona mm-hmm. one time. You had a story um, or you heard it yourself? I heard it myself. Oh, no, absolutely I was, not. I was at, no. I was at the Brazos River. Yeah. A friend of mine lived close to it, and you could go to, to his back door and then the backyard and then go down into the river. Well, he his, his family was, like, uh, very generous. They always let people live with them that were homeless or whatever. So you could go to their house, and you would see um, different people there. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. So uh, one day my friend was like, hey, we were all kind of just hanging out by the river, drinking a couple beers. You want to come? And I was like, sure, I like beer. <laughs> so we go over there. And, of course, I get there and they have bush beer. So it wasn't really much beer. Um, so we're just, you know, I'm chugging as much as I can, as fast as I can. So I can at least get like, you know, some kind of buzz. Uh-huh. But before all that happened, in the background, I kept hearing, you know, some screaming, like a woman screaming. And I'm like, uh, I kind of look at the other guys and nobody's even acknowledging it. You know, they're all just talking and laughing and it starts getting closer and closer and closer. And um, I'm like, okay, y'all don't hear that? And they're like, oh, yeah. 
That's just like Yorona. Just leave her alone and she won't she won't mess with you. No. Yeah. So I was like, um, I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna head out. How many times in one man's life can you find yourself in a situation with something absolutely crazy out of this world shouldn't exist and the people around you are like, oh no, no, it's cool. It's cool. That's yeah, cool. don't worry about that it. That ain't a big deal. <laughs> like, big dog. I mean, maybe you should take a look at the people you surround yourself with. Um, right, present right. company excluded. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, this, this seems like a trend. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff, but. I feel like I'm going to have to have a part two because I don't even think we've touched really on the paranormal stuff, you know? Like, I know there's more. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy vida. We're gonna have to have a part two. That's all there is to it. Maybe get. And then I gotta have a part one. Yeah, we have to redo my thing because you know. know, Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for coming on tonight. It has been a phenomenal show. Well worth the wait because I know that I think I've been trying to get you on since August, and it's been like. You know, you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your experiences and your stories, answering questions from my amazing chat. And <laughs> we'll definitely have to have a part two. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone else, thank you. I am probably not going to have another show until the new year. Um, trying to going to try to can't even say it. I'm going to try to enjoy the holidays and stuff this year. Um, with enough stuff going on in the world. I see family is really important. Not that you guys aren't my family, but I'm going to go try to enjoy the holidays with them. So stay safe, be kind, and I'll see y'all next year. Thank you so much for listening. Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio is a Nightcaller's production created and hosted by me, Lauren Smith. If you'd like to support the show further, you can share episodes with other believers and seekers of the truth. Leave a positive review or subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen to the show. We also have merch. Visit the links on our Instagram and Facebook pages to check it out. Stay safe, be kind, and I'll see y'all next time.